You're listening to the Full 10 Yards of Britball podcast with your host, Timothy Lambert-Monk. Yes, welcome in at one and all. This is the Full 10 Yards at Britball podcast. Bonus episode for you here on a Tuesday, back off uh, of an England 2-0 victory over, over Germany. It's coming home, guys. It's coming home. Um, yeah, week one reaction from the, 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 the pro- proper sport, proper sport, of course, one with, with pads and helmets. Uh, week one reaction uh, from the, the Baffer National League adult contact sports returned to our screens. Well, I'll say screens because I, I stuck it on my nice big TV on Sunday, uh, but we'll get into, into that shortly. But first action for over 18 months and delighted to say uh, it, was, it was an absolute pleasure to watch. Uh, say, I'm not watching something for 18 months. Uh, absolute joy to have on the screen, bit of commentary. And uh, the, the man to my right, as you, as you look at your screen, Mr. Jason Scott, head coach of the Tamworth Phoenix, uh, obviously a big friend of the show, been on multiple time before firstly jason welcome you in and uh congratulations on on returning to winning ways 18 months or or, or so what is it off, off off the pitch yeah thank you yes it's uh 20 months since uh uh the brit ball in 2019 um it's been a long road back uh we got a few practices in last year before it all got locked down again and um it it felt like um i was pinching myself a little bit to be back on the sideline you're just waiting for like you know, things to be put back and put back and put back but mm. uh, it was it was well worth the wait and it was nice to i said to the guys it's nice to feel that feeling again yeah, um, yeah. go compete with people who you, you genuinely care about and genuinely you, you want to spend time with so mm. uh, it was really good to be back and back to winning ways and not just for the seniors but the under 19s had a big win against nottingham Caesar straight after us so um the program's going places um the flag team have got a few wins this season the youth team are all due to make their debut in a few weeks so yeah the uh the trends are pointing up for the phoenix and uh, like i said yeah. we're just be back and uh and active again yeah you mentioned there but i, I want to just try and encapsulate your thoughts because as i say i've i've not i don't know many people i don't think you can probably count on one hand the amount of people that are as emotional and as passionate about the game as you are and let's like, say we see it on the sideline week in week out when when you say you're on our screens but just give us your your I say you're pinching yourself, but your your thoughts and your emotions with the team. Yeah, you know, what was it like to be back as warm ups and, and kickoff was taking place? Obviously, it's good to be back, but you know you, you were expecting things to to kind of be put back and put back. But when obviously that first kickoff was going, or when warm ups were taking place, did you was it did it feel like you've never been away, or did it feel you know took a couple of minutes to settle in, get back into the routine? I know you you uh, you visit kind of different loads of different facets of, of the of the game in different areas, but just give us your your thoughts of the team and encapsulate kind of the emotion and 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 uh, you know the the atmosphere within the, the group. Yeah, I think it was it was good to get back and you know you, you talk about passion. There's a fine line between passion and insanity, and the only difference is is when you win and it's passionate, and if you lose, yeah. you're just insane. But it, <laughs> it did take you a little while to kind of get back into it and practice and a pre-game oh what do we do now and you know normally when you're in the midst of a season everything just flowing and yeah yeah the benefit of a pre-season camp and we never had those things this year i guess for me as a coach i've been active all winter with the um and all yeah. with the not the university nottingham team so coaching for me has never really gone away okay um, uh so i've always been active um but yeah it did take a, a few you know a few minutes to kind of get into the flow of the game mm-hmm. um, you're trying to do your due diligence and prepare and prepare your players for a game and watching it back it did look like a first game of the season where we were a little mm-hmm. bit in some areas but 
it did feel, you know, midway through the first quarter, you know, this is football. I, I recognise this feeling again. My yeah. my mind sort of slotting and making sense of everything. And uh, you find yourself in that space where you, you're in the zone and uh, the blood's flowing and adrenaline's going and you can start to manipulate and, and do what you need to do. So mm. um, it did take a while. Um, mm. It was very, very challenging this year without Dan. And I think that played on my mind a lot uh, in the run-up to the game. And you know, during the game, it's strange not having him at practice and uh, on the sideline. And I want to say James Hossack did a great job in in coordinating our offence. It, it, you know, James would, wouldn't, was closer to Dan than the most. And for him to take on that mantle this season is a big ask of him emotionally, physically, and you know, in terms of football. So he did a great job. Um, Alan Steele did a great job as a special teams coordinator, my associate head coach. So as a, as a, as a staff, we we adjusted and adapted and um, kept Dan close to us um, in here, um, in our hearts. So uh, it, it was challenging in different ways. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it was good to be back. Sure, and, and just before we move on to onto the game itself, did, was there anything anything in particular you said to the team before before the, the opening kickoff? And we've had teams over the last month or two, you know, coming on and talking about how they've navigated uh, COVID. How how do you feel, Tamworth? Obviously, you mentioned there about Dan, um, but any players or any any apprehension about you know some of the players on the team with regards to uh, to COVID? How have you, have you had any? Particularly other difficulties with with COVID in the last eighteen months with Tamworth? No, we we've had we've had we've had a really good you know our, our preparation has been really sound um, between our COVID compliance officer and our, our safeguarding and welfare officers. You know we've we've been really winning quite a tight ship and um, it's been organised and thanks to the work of the committee and the, the work the committee's done, we've been able to um, make sure that players are focused in terms of what I said to the team beforehand you know without going into too much detail you know, mm. i talked about who we are as as, as, a, as a family we've got new people joining us we've had people who have who, who are not with us on the sideline anymore um but that's case of a family and regardless of comings and goings and new arrivals and you know sadly departing that people who have sadly departed it's just like family you know we're always there to support one another on and off the field socially you know emotionally um so everyone was was dialed in and uh, it was it was really nice to experience that with a, a game day with people who you genuinely care about it, it's mm -hmm. more than just a team uh, it's yeah. more than just a sport for me it's it's people who i genuinely love and 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 have genuine affection for and i wouldn't wish to go to battle alongside anyone else um mm. i said i used the off off use quote those the he who bleeds for me uh, alongside me shall be my brother and uh that's very much what it was it was we went to war together and unif unified and uh um it was a battle um mm. but so we was were yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice segue, obviously, into the game. It was, it was a battle, and let's say it was, it was, um, especially in the early games, was was very much blow for blow. Leicester started, I thought, started the game really well. Um, obviously, big play by the by the defense on you know with the freakish interception, I must say, uh, allowing you to get obviously the short field uh, to then punch it in. Did you did you expect Leicester to come out as as good as they did, well competitive as as they were, and obviously they kept it close throughout the whole game? Was that what you were expecting from Leicester? Yeah, absolutely. And we we've heard rumours for the last few months about who they had 
added to their playing their playing staff and um i did my due diligence i worked out what uh, um what coach grosner was doing through his, his time at baker and what leicester done in the past so I knew what we were coming up with. Um, my defense was really well organized, you know, and that's not necessarily down to me, but down to the players on the field um, mm-hmm. going through the scout and, and adjusting uh, accordingly. I knew they'd come out fast. Um, I've watched some tape on um, on uh, Dante, um, so I knew he was elusive. But we practiced against Pat Daly for years and years, so we know what Pat's like and. Uh, Leicester had Marcus Abanski at quarterback last year, and we know what he's capable of. So we knew we'd have a, a shifty quarterback. Uh, we knew we had to keep everything in front of us, and uh, we managed that for most of the game. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, so it was just a matter of stopping their run game, uh, taking away what they wanted to do, and um, I thought we did a decent job of that. Yeah, absolutely. And let's say then off, off the back of that kind of, I think, I think it was the on-screen kickoff, correct me if I'm wrong, it might be the one after, but then there was a bit of a weird play around. Um, so you certainly hadn't lost your touch with uh, getting straight onto that field. <laughs> but just talk us through, because obviously the camera the camera was the other side, so it's the far back end of the of the kind of the, the, the coffin corner, as they call it. But to tell us kind of what happened there, because obviously they, it was, was it a safe, was it supposed to be a safety? Was it, you know, how, what did they rule it as? Because yeah. it seemed so to be down know, on the two or something. The, first of all, it's Alex Lankowski. is just the, what, the best Oh man, he's 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 something else, isn't he? Yeah, you know, we can tell him to put him on a two-yard line. He'll put it on a two-yard line. Yeah, he's yeah. Such control over a ball, he can make it sink. So that was our, our kick. Our, our key was to kick it deep and and, and long to to the sideline. Um, what happened is number eleven, um, Aaron Jones caught there the ball on the, the one-yard line, mm. but the momentum took him into the end zone. So ruling on the field initially was a safety. Yeah, possession of the ball and ran out the back of the end zone. Um, and then I was told um, the momentum took him in and it would be a touchback. So right. we've gone from two points. Yeah, to yeah, them, yeah. You know, having control on the on the field and, and starting on the two, 20 yard line, which was um, obviously a frustration for me. Just a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I've, like I said, I've been involved in coaching for 17 years and I've never seen it happen. Mm. Um, so what the ruling on the field was in the end, because the momentum took in when he had control of the ball, the ball was respotted on the one yard line. Right. Okay. Um, so it's one of those kind of weird um, nuances of the game, uh, really. Mm. So um, one play later, we managed to force a safety anyway. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, you only had to wait about 30, 30 seconds, and you got, you yeah. got, you know, it was. Uh, it was moot at the end anyway, but so obviously lovely to see you hadn't you, your muscle memory kicked in there straight on the field, straight in the yeah. straight into towards the referees yeah, to, see, to see what's going on. I get a bit embarrassed sometimes because so well, you got to watch yourself this year because of the COVID, uh, the COVID well, thing. So yeah, and I am I did have the, the snood around my neck and just neglected to pull it up and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you kind of. You kind of black out, and you, yeah, yeah. Well, you just you just say muscle memory kicks in, and not enough you go because I say I, 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 I put a tweet out, and the officials know I'm not a bad person. I we no, are like no. after the game, so yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, it, it's all about that fine line between madness and uh and passion isn't it so. yeah absolutely yeah no it says because uh, i put a tweet out i put a few posts out saying any any questions for you and then roger Grigrove was straight was straight into my into my inbox saying did he did he know does he know like about the, the guidelines and that kind of stuff so yeah we had a bit of a laugh but yeah as it's like to say once once muscle memory kicks in uh, it, it was just it's poetry most watching you on, on the field jason what can we say yeah. um yeah let's, let's talk about um obviously you know the defenses and the challenges to say that you you prepped for with uh the quarterback um 
was it Vandervan? Uh, yeah. I see a lot of due diligence on him and yeah obviously he was able to stifle uh the Leicester Falcons to just the seven points but they had some decent drives and they say the one the one long drive that they had converting the fourth and one um bit of an interesting you know, play call there considering where they obviously in your red zone fourth and one didn't with a, with a shifty quarterback not to to maybe maybe do a bit of trickery a bit of folly or whatever and you know, and lob it up into the back end back left hand corner of the end zone um how did you feel at that, at that point? Obviously, obviously, Leicester then putting points on the on the board. Your thoughts on kind of how the game was going, and um, you know, were you were you still obviously you always confident? But yeah, your your thoughts on the game at that point? Obviously, Leicester putting a bit of pressure on you. Yeah, I thought we had we had defensively we had control of the game. We we started for the run game um, pretty well. Um, we knew that we had control of that, and it was just like say the. American quarterback and the American receiver they had were you know next level. Um, mm. We got someone as big and physical as Kyron Watts. Um, they were nickel and diamonds down the field, which was our, always our game plan: take away the deep ball yeah. uh, and force them to go on drives. And I knew that sooner or later we'd stiffen and and we'd get ours. Um, so it was it was it was a strange conversation. We we had we had them where we wanted to be. So we were on a goal line defense. You know, I thought they'd go either power. Mm. Or try and keep it. They want to keep off the edge. Yeah, they got yeah. the timeout, I think, um, and they just got a play they liked. And they had a run option route against Dan Hampton, who's one of our better corners. And Dan just said he just lost him. Um, mm. It's the first game of the season. Yeah, yeah. You know, we expect mistakes, but you know, Dan he had a great game and came up and made some big plays later on in the game. But, you know, it's, it's a game of give and take. And yeah. I think that one big drive they had and. You, you want to try and force them into making mistakes and, and keep the pressure on. And with a front like ours, um, you need to make sure you stay focused. Yeah, absolutely. And as I say, like with, you, with your kicker pin, pinning them down, there have been numerous number of drives where they're starting in the inside the ten, inside the twenty. So yeah, obviously yeah, you, you, you're there behind the eight ball before you even start. But um, yeah, I, I was impressed by what what they 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 did to in, in, in points. But just to put a point on your offense, uh, Jason, of the run game. Um, obviously, we all were used to seeing you know Tamworth being able to run, 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 run. I thought the Leicester defense and the run D was, was pretty good. Your thoughts on you know again first game back on the season, the offensive line, how they performed, and uh, obviously obviously you want to keep running the ball every every down and, and run all day. But your thoughts on the run game, the offensive line against the Leicester Falcons run D. Yeah, I mean they 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 really did. They again talk about stuff in the run. They did a real good job on us, and we've got some some serious uh, mm. talent as well. You know, they've yeah. got Marcus Francis. We've got like Deji Ali and Elliot Walters, and we've got some guys just beyond them who are whole genuine players as well. It's just it's tough. I think the thing that's going to take them longer time to click is the offensive line because yeah. Yeah. it's it's a unique position where you need to begin to get some familiarity and and understand scheme. Um, and technique. Uh, we have got a younger offensive line this year, and I thought Luke Daniel, when he came in the second half, did a really good job. A young, nineteen-year-old offensive guard was was really, really stat- sound and stout. We've lost some guys uh, on offense. Um, we lost some guys on the offensive line, which is going to help some veteran guys. Um, but what's really exciting is seeing the young guys come through. Um, mm. I think we're going to go from strength to strength, and where we are now. Um, we're not going to go backwards from, you know, so win a, um, a, a nail biter like that and a heavyweight match is only going to stand us in good stead. You know, we're not going to get softened by this year. We know we're going to get tested not only by Leicester twice, but Samwell and your mm. really good team and, yeah. uh, and yeah. take any away from the surgeon and from the railroad as well. So uh, everyone has their, their strengths and weaknesses and we're going to treat each game on its merits and, 
um, have the opportunity to to play some of our young guys and and let them get their knocks and um, gain that that vital experience because you can run drills and you can run um, practice as much as you want, but there's no replacement for that um, um, game contact sure. and yeah. Um, experience. Yeah, absolutely. Amen to that. And uh, so, well, yeah, one of the one of the fixtures I have I've circled in my calendar is obviously that is those games against Samuel. I'm really really looking forward uh, to those. Obviously, we had those guys on about a, a couple of weeks. But um, you mentioned a, a couple of minutes ago about nail biters and Coach Butler on on Twitter's kind of uh, kind of spoiled the uh, the spoiler. If anyone that's following us on Twitter kind of knows what, what's coming now. But uh, end of the game, obviously, it was a bit of pandemonium if you're watching on the, on the screens. And I know since obviously from your from your reply to to Coach Butler that um, it was never it was never never in doubt so to speak but um you know it was a bit of a strange play obviously um we didn't see a f- the flag until the end but there was a lot of commotion at towards the end with the referees right i've down the other side of the of the pitch and conversed on the on the two yard line but uh, for those of you who didn't see it, we did tweet it out but um yeah obviously inside two minutes leicester back up inside their own 10 i think it was um 12 7 down down lob downfield but wide receiver goes down the length of the field and well, see, well, at the, t- at, the, at the time, what we thought, and then I don't know what it was doing at the other end, but um, obviously, then the potential fumble, potential you know touchback or, or whatever. Uh, obviously, you saw the flag from uh, for the illegal formation shot off the bat. So again, you know, there's no hearts in mouth for you. But uh, talk us through kind of what was what was going on there, and uh, say on the screens, it took a couple of minutes for it to for us to everyone to realise what was going on because obviously they then came to you and said, "Oh, what, what do you want to do with the penalty?" So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we saw the penalty as you know it, as soon as the ball was snapped. Uh, Twenty one was lined up in the neutral zone, um, and it was it was it was a blatant um, uh, penalty. Um, but there's no real excuses from our end. It was you know poor execution. You know we worked. It was third and fifteen, I think, on the two yard line. We had a prevent defense called in. We had cover four. Um, just make sure keep everything in front. You know, if they are going to complete it, make sure they they don't break it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Some safety thought. Mm, I'm going to fancy this. I'm going to try and pick this off and take it to the house. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny's a great player. Um, and we had a moment after the game. You know, he's he's a real talent and he's going to be huge for us this season. Um, he just needs to adjust to to situational. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But, yeah. You know what the things that the end of that play really emphasizes what we're about you know will hobbs took an excellent pursuit angle mm. uh, slowed marcus down and um johnny recovered punched the ball out on the one yard line and and, and will recovered it so the ruling okay. was uh fumble recovered by tamworth we could have had it on our own one yard line yeah yeah or we could have had the half a distance give it back to leicester and, and third and long so I'd rather they have to drive the length of the field and uh, and and try and do that again, which I hadn't managed to do all game. So, yeah, and uh, that was my decision. Um, and before long, the the game was over. So uh, you just play the percentages. And um, although I saw the flag come in, you never know if you see. <laughs> and so there's always that heart and mouth moment. Uh, um, uh, I'd like to think that uh, yeah, it was it was uh, good hustle by the defense, mm. poor execution by the defense. Uh, and I'd like to think that uh, Dan gave us a bit of an assist there. No, absolutely. And like I say, yeah, come, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, Dublin dust settled, 12-7 victory. Uh, immediate reaction on from the game, and let's like say how, how the players kind of reacted, and was it was it a big, was it a sigh of relief because of what happened at the end? And yeah, I'm sure at the time they wouldn't have seen the flag because it had been hearts and mouths for them. And um, any uh, any yeah, themes coming out from from you guys? What, what you said to, to the team after after the win? And is it, it just business as usual, I, I, I guess, from you guys? It, it always is. It's 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 business as usual. Uh, that's a great way to put it. Um, 
I think we always felt that the game was under control. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that we're hard to, hard to beat. Um, our offense is only going to get better. Uh, our defense still has some work to go, and we've got some young guys on as well. So we're going to get better and better uh, at this this season and, and the way we are now. It, it reminds me of, of how we were in uh, in 2014-15 when you know we started our resurgence. Uh, it feels like a young, exciting team, and uh, you know I, I'd like to think that we'll be pushing for championships again in, before long. Um, mm. We just need to grow and use this year as an opportunity to develop our team, develop our players, and develop the sport. Um, yeah. I know yeah. we're playing again, not taking anything away from from Crew and and, uh, and Staffordshire. We're looking forward to playing those guys, but the opportunity for us to exercise some of that depth and, and to roll some guys in and, and to see what we've got. Um, it's always about retaining and recruiting this year. So mm. uh, if we can retain the talent we've got and develop them, we'll be in a really good shape for next year. So uh, yeah. no harm, no foul. Good start and a win. Um, uh, and long may the, the winning streak continue. Absolutely. You mentioned the two weeks now until you meet to meet Staff- uh, Staffordshire. And um, I just want to get your thoughts before we, we finish on, you know, kind of how the season came about and the regionalised divisions. I know someone like yourself would just be happy to get on the field and, and play teams. Um, but your, your thoughts on, on how it's all, it all came about and, you know, obviously you know, playing teams that are divisions or, or tiers lower than you. you. You mentioned there about obviously exercising your depth. Are you, you, were you happy with the way the season's come about and, and kind of, I know, fixture lists have been thrown up all over the place with teams with teams pulling out in other divisions or whatnot, but your, just your thoughts in general on what we've got for this season. Uh, yeah, it's essentially a dress rehearsal, isn't it, for next year? Yeah, I think I think that because we've been 20 months without football in senior, in senior league, certainly, and when the, the, the discussions were had, we weren't quite sure about where we were going to be with COVID and, you know, there's Delta variant still around. And I know where we live in Birmingham, um, cases through the roof in Tamworth's case have gone up 500%. So um, you just don't know what the future holds. Uh, I think from a Tamworth point of view, we were always very sceptical of a full season um, because financially uh, we weren't in the best place. We had some outgoings in the season that didn't happen. I know we would have really struggled to afford, you know, some of the longer journeys, um, and you know, being able to host games as well. Um, Pat Meadow and and um, are, are great hosts, but they've got obligations to fill as well, and, and finding the scheduling and, and this, that, and the other, and the shortened season as well. You know, we're starting yeah. much, much much later than we yeah. would be normally. Uh, so getting people up to speed again, uh, allowing us to grow and, and recover and that's one of my big arguments to to grow emotionally um mentally financially physically uh, mm. i think it's really important to have this year where we can take stock of situations um and we can grow the game the, the, within our regions and i know that you know we'll be very respectful and responsible when we play um all the teams we know we've got a great um, responsibility to British football and we've taken a lot of joy and, and delight from playing and, and being part of, of BAFA so we want to make sure that we're continuing to grow and you know I've spoken to to coach Smith at, at crew a little bit and you know I'm keen to to help them out as much as possible and make sure that they come back after this year much stronger for it um, and same for everyone so Football's back. 
I think that's the big thing is, is football's back and we should be excited that football's back and we should use this opportunity to grow the sport and to make sure that mm. next year the league is in a stronger position through, across the board, you know, mm. in terms of our, our play, but also our, our ability to withstand a, a season and withstand any, uh, any blows that come from unseen forces. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Football is, uh, is certainly back. It's also coming home. I didn't know if you knew that, uh, Jason. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, yeah, well, well, defeat for, defeat from Ukraine or Sweden is incoming for sure. Um, Jason, as always, uh, love having you on. The say was was uh, an intriguing watch watching it on you know, courtesy of Onside TV on, on Sunday, and loved uh, getting your insight into the game. Let's say I'm very passionate and always uh, honest, open, and, and, and yeah, happy to happy to talk to me. So I'm always uh, always appreciative of that. I obviously, wish you you guys the best for the rest of the season and onwards and upwards for you, for you as, as always and um yeah no, no doubt at some time in in, in late with this season we'll, we'll have we'll have another chat and, and see how the season's gone absolutely tim always love coming on always like i love talking football with you guys and yeah anything i can do and um quick heads up you know we're on side are going to be streaming with all our home games this year so in two weeks time again staffordshire at home staffordshire, yeah. that, streaming that as well so make sure you tune in if you can't get down to pat meadow obviously we'd love to see you there socially distanced of course and we've got a bit of flight for social media for, for I saw that, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, honestly, it's it when when you want to put on a game day experience like us and, and play at places like Pat Meadow, um, and make sure that we are financing our youth, our junior, our our, our flag teams. It all comes at a cost, so we need to make sure people come in through the gates to make sure we can we can continue to to grow the sport um we're doing a bunch of outreach events so it's it's really really important and you know we certainly thank everyone who comes to watch and, and supports us uh in in that way so uh, yeah thank you for coming down and uh, continue to come down and um but if you can't the on-site productions are going to be there streaming the game Absolutely, and I'll be. Oh, we'll be on all those watches. I say we will tweet those out from our Twitter handle as well. We uh, and we did. We did a nice little game report for for the time of game uh, from Sunday as well. So we'll we'll, we'll maybe do that. Um, we we'll do that every time that you guys are working this Sunday. So obviously, hopefully, the weekend after that might be all right. Actually, yeah. So yeah, maybe look forward to some more time with time with game, game reports uh, impromptu. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'll say, I, I I think I picked. Uh, doing a pick, I did a pick 'em for the uh, for the games on Sunday. I think I've got fourteen out of seventeen teams right, correct? So not too bad. We we'll keep we we'll keep keep that streak going. Hopefully, I don't very much doubt it. But uh, yeah, Jason, once again, thank you uh, obviously thank for joining you. us. Um, you can get all of our good work at F10Y Britball at 14 Yards on Twitter. Yeah, so make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube where obviously you'll be watching this if you are watching it. Hello, um, and good- goodbye shortly as well. But um, yeah, if you want to get in contact with, with Jason on Twitter, he's at, at FastBoatCoach. Uh, I am at Tim underscore uh, Monk F10Y. We'll be back a bit later on in the week where we'll preview week two. Some new teams coming to the fore as they get they kick off their Baffa National League adult contact season. So we'll be back in a couple of days' time with all the fixtures, all the previews. So hopefully you can join this then when we do this all again for the game.